Greeting family. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. If you are new to this channel or podcast, then please subscribe and share our content with your friends. This will help grow our audience. I provide a written transcript in the group with the same name on Facebook for those of you who don't speak English. I also cite all of my sources under show and prove section. You can find all the my work under the about section on my YouTube channel um, on, and as well as on my um, Medium page. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from the podcast community. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. Our goal this year is to raise 500000 for our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. I would like to thank those of you who have donated to our film project. I encourage people from my friends list and people in my social groups who want to be a part of our film project to please send me your email address to my Facebook inbox. We will hold a private conference through Google Meet meetings to discuss the best methods of reaching others via social media, people from their friends list, donors, and local businesses. Kakao Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago's mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through our programs and services. Our objective is to build a bridge between the diaspora and continental Africans through art, culture, and commerce. Kakao Chicago will be in the business of creating docudramas, short films, theater, photography, fine arts, music, poetry, literature, sculpture, dance, and spiritual development for inner-city youth and their families. Once this virus is cleaned up, we plan on launching African tours in order for us to move from behind the computer and make a real connection with our global Black family on the continent, starting in South Africa. I created Gurkham, the grassroots community activist movement, because I got tired of all of the division among Black people. I created Gurkham in 1991 on a site called Gopher. I wanted to create an organization that focused specifically on solving Black issues in America. I wanted to connect with other like-minded African-Americans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Europeans, African immigrants, and Afro-Latinos throughout the African diaspora. This is a podcast where we talk about solving Black issues slash African issues using a spiritual perspective as it pertains to the great awakening of our people that has been prophesied. Our objective is to get our film project fully funded and, and made by and play it by ear during COVID-19 
once this virus is cleaned up, then we will shoot our film and promote our film in selected movie theaters and sell our DVDs. Together, we will put your cam on the map and turn my vision of Black America into reality. In 2021 and beyond, the grassroots community activist movement will be promoting a policy of global Black unity, ownership, and community support. Our objective is to be in a place where we own everything we consume and we support one another. We're reaching out to our group members and listeners and would like to encourage them to support our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins, in three ways. One, through our virtual store, or cam merchandise, such as a COVID mask, COVID face mask, coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All proceeds will go towards our film project. Two, through our nonprofit organization, Gracayo Chicago, uh, PayPal page. Donations can be used as a tax write-off because this is a legitimate 501c3. All donations are deductible to the full, full extent of, of the law. Three, you can support us by purchasing my revised book on Amazon through my author page. Keep in mind, community support is where we have to go. And please understand when you're supporting our YouTube channel or our podcast, you're supporting an independent black network, which will eventually employ black people in our films, stage plays, and in our actual business. I need African entrepreneurs, especially in South Africa, to come on the show and promote your businesses and ministries to the diaspora and vice versa. Instruction to participate on the show. Once I am done with my presentation, I will open up the virtual phone lines. First, watch my Facebook Live video called Side A. After I finish with my presentation, then I will open up the virtual phone lines. Just click on the phone icon to interact with me in real time through Facebook Messenger as a voice call for Q&A, which will be called Side B. With that being said, tonight's segment, segment is entitled Exposing Non-Black Organizations Profiteering from Black Homicide. I came across an article from the Atlantic Black Star about Michael Brown's father and the Ferguson activists who were who are seeking $20 million out of the $90 million donated to Black Lives Matter organization. What people don't know is Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is not a grassroots organization that's controlled by the Black community. Instead, they are managed by the Tides Center. In the article, it talked about the Black grassroots activists who notice a lot of people from the left political wing started showing up in mass numbers. Activists like Darren Seals, Rest in Power, were saying these outsiders are trying to hijack their local Black Lives Matter protests. It was reported that Black Lives Matter had raised $90 million in 2020. Most of that money came about during the George Floyd protests and the Breonna Taylor protests. I want you to listen to the video from the Ferguson activists. Then 
let's look into where all of this money is actually going and who's running Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Greetings. I'm Tori Russell, Ferguson frontline organizer. And on behalf of many activists in the St. Louis area, I'm joined with Mike Brown Sr., the father of Mike Brown Jr. Today, we hold Black Lives Matter account. The movement that is catapulted into the limelight has forgotten about Ferguson and the freedom fighters. Freedom fighters like King D. Sears, Eric Crawford, and Diane Jones have literally given their lives to the struggle, but have rarely spoken about and families are not taken care of. Brother Ali, Joshua Williams, and many other political prisoners from the Ferguson movement are incarcerated or have been and still has received no assistance from Black Lives Matter. What kind of movement are we building where we're saying Black Lives Matter, but the freedom fighters and the families are being left behind? Where is our restitution? Where is our organizing? Where is our building of a movement? We have groups like the Lost Voices and the Freedom Fighters here, and thousands of other youth activists in their 20s and 30s have been out in the streets protesting for months and months and years for years. Still forgotten. We're asking that Black Lives Matter leadership funds $20 million to Ferguson organizers, organizations, and community foundations to do the work. We're not begging for a handout. We're coming for what we deserve. Today, as we demand the $20 million to go to Ferguson as restorative measures so we can continue where we started, here's where we'll be organized. Annual commemorations around Mike Brown Jr.'s life, mutual aid programs, Black Panther style programs and services to meet the needs of the community gardens and farms, and also organizing fellowships and stipends so we can fight white supremacy full time. This is what we started in Ferguson. This what I got from this video is that the Ferguson activists are saying they need that 20 million dollars so that they can continue the work. Prior to them, there were other local Black Lives Matter chapters saying the exact same thing. According to Influence Watch, quote, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is the primary organizational outgrowth of the more decentralized Black Lives Matter movement. It is a fiscal-sponsored project of the Tides Center an affiliate of the Tides Foundation, a major left-of-center donor advised fund. BLM Global Network Foundation is affiliated with the Black Lives Matter PAC and with Black Lives Matter grassroots, unquote. The Tides Center has hijacked Black Lives Matter. Now let's focus on the financials. In 2020, it raised approximately 90 million, incurred 8.4 million in operating uh, expenses, and dis dispersed 21.7 million in grants, spending on get out the vote campaigns during the 2020 U.S. general election totaled almost two, two million. The grants, the organization reported a balance of approximately 60 million after these expenses and 
grant disbursements. These audits also showed that 83.3% of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation expenditures were for personnel, consultants, and travel costs during the three-year period from 2017 through 2019, while about 6% were for grants to outside organizations, including to local Black Lives Matter chapters. Now let's see which organizations receive these grants. I will only mention if a few. You can read the list on my menu medium uh, page under show and prove. They are as follows: Trans United, Black Trans Circles, and Black Trans Travel Fund, just to name a few. None of those organizations which received grants had anything to do with police brutality. I did not hear anything about bailing activists out of jail. Instead, I am hearing a lot about the LGBT community. Now let's turn our attention to the Tide Center. What is the Tide Center? The Tide Center is a left of wing non-for-profit center create a uh, not-for-profit uh, created to manage the fiscal sponsorship service of its sister organization, the Tides Foundation. Both groups are part of the Tides nexus of pass-through and fiscal sponsorship nonprofits based in San Francisco, California. They messed up when they decided to go public with the IRS. All 501c3 organizations have a public record. You heard where all of the money was going. This is this was not why Black Lives Matter was created. It was created to raise awareness about police brutality in America. Tell me when when have corporate America ever supported black grassroots organizations? When black protesters were marching in the streets while getting shot at with rubber bullets, tear gas, and going to jail, the Black Lives Matter organization was collecting all of the money, just a big finance, laughing at black people during a crisis. Malcolm X said to white America, you can be an ally, but you can't run our organization. Black people have told me they lost their nonprofit organization because they allowed others to come in and join their board of directors. There's a lot of black activists who should have received that 90 million dollars, but the Tide Center hijacked all of the funds and they do not give those grants to the black grassroots. If you want to support black people, I suggest that you give the money directly to the people who, who is doing the work. The only people who support us are people on my friends list, a few group, group members, and people that are listening to this video podcast. If you are giving money to Black Lives Matter, then you are giving your money to the Tides Center. I warn Black America that the political left wing and the political right wing are both white supremacists at the end of the day. The purpose of this podcast is to engage the Black community worldwide and give RECAM members access to relevant information. 
There's no way I can just sit back and watch our inner city youth die in the streets of Chicago or in any city, uh, in, in any city in America for that matter. Good camp is for young and old black people, for us to have, for, for us to have our voices heard loud and clear. I encourage activists, artists, authors, bloggers, and community members to come on the, the podcast and share your ideas with the global black family. My revised book is just the beginning. Getting our story on the big screen is a must. Then turning Gracam into a real black Christian business, Gracam Chicago is the ultimate goal. Our top priority is to improve the black community by becoming the heart of the black community and turning young people's dreams into a reality. Our objective is to make a physical connection with Africa by uniting the diaspora with continental Africans. Gracam is the home of black thought. We want to connect with other like-minded black people in Africa and throughout the diaspora. This podcast is a place where black people can come together, speak freely about coming up with solutions to solve our social issues within the place that we reside. The level of attack we are under right now in, in this spiritual war has never been greater. I ask that you please keep us in your daily prayers and if you can, support our film project by making a donation through our PayPal page or purchase items from our virtual store. We truly appreciate any amount you can spare. We are funded by good people like you and and we need your support now more than ever to move our virtual Christian socialist organization to the next level, the big screen and on Amazon Prime. Let's talk about this issue. The phone lines are now open. To call in to connect with me through Facebook Messenger via voice call or a video call. All right. Um, I'm going to stick around for about, um, I'm going to say at least 15 minutes. If I don't get any calls in by then, then, you know, we could just call it a night. But I'm going to continue to um, host my shows on Thursdays and um, try to get people that's uh, on my friends list especially people in my um, in my groups to participate and like I said before you know if you if you all are not able to um, come in um, on the show on Thursday nights there's no issue what you can do is that I, I provide the transcript read the transcript for yourself and just leave you know um, your thoughts under the comment section that would help, you know, try to get this ball rolling. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, without black support, I can't do my job. All I can do is continue to be behind the computer because I lack, you know, the manpower and the capital. You know, I wrote the book. Uh, I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book. But again, you know, unfortunately, a lot of our people don't like to read. This is why I'm trying to take my story to the next level and put it on, turn it into a film so that way it could reach the masses. Once I'm able to generate capital from my story, 
the proceeds, then I would be in a better position financially where I could just hire uh, qualified black middle class professionals and really get this ball rolling. Because I don't have another 29 years to, you know, keep talking to people that just don't care. So I'm using this technology, you know, the best of my uh, ability. Yes, I go out in public and I try to, um, you know, encourage people to join uh, me and Sister Renee. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, they say they don't have time. But it's just the reason why they want to treat me um, like I'm some kind of... Uh, I would just say, like, I'm a beggar and things like that is because I don't have the capital. I guarantee you, mark my words, once I start making money, everybody, I mean, everybody is going to want to be a part of this organization. All of this unnecessary um, rejection and humiliation that I have endured for the past 29 years, that's my thorn in my flesh. That's not cool. And that's not going to be toler tolerated uh, in my business. That's why I'm having a hard time, because this is spiritual warfare at its best. I'm coming against this Willie Lynch mentality within black society. And that's what the Grassroots Community Activist uh, Institute would be about. Coming against that, we have to first deal with um, fighting this psychological mind, um, this mentality. Willie Lynch. We can't even focus on trying to fight um, white, suprem white supremacy at this point in time because the, the, the damage has already been done psychologically. We got to heal from this mess. And um, even though I, you know, it's, it's frustrating and it's like, um, I don't, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time because this is going to help um, the next generation. But I'm, I'm using my life experience, and that's why I'm creating this business to um, fight against that um, Willie Lynch mentality within our racial group. It's ridiculous, and it's not, it's not going to be tolerated, and I mean that. Um, and before we can go to Africa, we got to make sure that um, I want to make sure I bring the best of diaspora. I'm not bringing people that's going over there that want to think that they're superior to our brothers and sisters on the continent. That's not going to happen on my watch. We're going to treat our brothers and sisters equal, uh, equally. Black people have to learn how to we have to learn how to love ourselves. But we are going to separate from those that want to do us harm within the black culture. Coons, sellouts, urban terrorists. We don't want those type of people. That's how come I'm going to use thumb technology. So that way I can screen uh, people and make sure, you know, as long as you pass the criminal background checks, you sign that um, community pledge during our mandatory orientation and be placed your thumbprint is placed in our database, then we, I could work with you. Because right now, people that's on my friends list, um, they're basically just on, on there just to be seen. Um, I got 14 different groups on Facebook. 
and I did that because some people, you know, they didn't want to talk about political stuff, so, you know, I try to be mindful, so I focus on um, spirituality. I had that separate, you know, with my Christian groups versus my uh, secular groups where I talk about social issues and political issues, but um, bottom line, um, both of my, all of my groups, they know what I'm about. And uh, if anybody that's on my friends list don't have any idea um, what I'm about and what I stand for, shame on you. This is how come I host this show all, you know, every week. I want you to interact with me. I'm giving everybody an opportunity to get to know Emmanuel Barbie. Now, since, you know, that COVID-19 you know, that restrict me from, you know, um, actually going, doing a lot of running around and stuff. I'm not able to do that anyway. I try to use this technology where people can interact with me in real time. So I can connect with people that's in Europe, Canada, um, in the Caribbean, across the United States and in Africa um, on my platform. And so that's what I'm trying to use my platform for, something positive, not to sit up here and, you know, um, go, go through unnecessary drama. I'm not going to have this is a drama free zone. Even uh, once I have this business up and running, it's going to be a drama free zone. We're going to heal collectively. And so I'm actually laying down the groundwork of uh, this organization. Um. 29, 29 years, it has not been easy at all. Some people, uh, some of my critics say that um, I don't like to be tested. Well, my goodness, you know, this is like a, a jail sentence, 29 years. How much test do I need to prove? I'm just looking for brave and smart people to come forth. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to leave that part alone. I want to focus on doing this film and, you know, raise uh, the capital for the film. The proceeds, that's what, where everything is going to count. So that way I can do all those things rather than sitting up here asking people to come forth. I'm going to, if I have to hire African immigrants to be on my management team, so be it. If I have to hire um, Afro-Caribbeans, uh, so be it. Bottom line, I want to make sure I have qualified uh, people that's going to be on my team and that's going to... Um, Work with me and Sister Renee. So that way we can get this thing, um, the ball rolling and move forward with doing other, other stuff, which I talk about, make a positive impact in the uh, black community, uh, starting here in Chicago, starting on the west side of Chicago, and then, like I say, on the, eventually on the south side of Chicago, make our presence known here in Chicago. Um, and if the community, community does not receive us, no problem. We'll take it to another city. It's just that simple. Bottom line, what goes on here in the inner cities in Chicago goes on in every inner city in America. Same problems, same issues. So you can't run away from it no matter where you go in, in America. My problem, my uh my thing is that I want to connect with our youth to give them an opportunity to look outside of America for us to do these African tours once this uh, virus is, you know, cleaned up. 
physically um, go on the continent, uh, make uh, real connections with African um, entrepreneurs and vice versa. And for us to learn how to work together and for the um, African, um, continental Africans to um, work with us in terms of us trying to get a citizenship um, in Africa so that way we can purchase property and get our um, a lot of our uh, members that live in those high crime um, communities out of there so that they could live um, on the African continent in um, in the properties that we're going to own and for us to create um, jobs for local Africans that work with us that's going to be uh, become members. So that's basically all I'm trying to do. Um, and just trying to um, share our talents and skills and knowledge with um, our African brothers and sisters and help um, improve the African infrastructure in those um, in the rural areas as well as in the uh, urban areas. So I need Africa to, you know, do your part, step up, participate on this show, definitely join um, Gakai of Africa, uh, connect with um, evangelist Martha Muba. She's um, my uh, administrator of, for the um, for that group. And um, when the time comes, we want to try to um, bring the best of the diaspora to uh, South Africa. And like I say, we're going to also go to 10 other African nations. So I'm asking all of my all of my group members and um, Ingrid Cam, both Christian and secular, step up, do your part. Those that want to be um, passive spectators, your time is almost up with us because we 